0: All right, we are back with another episode of The Rockcast. This week, our guest is now, I guess, former Hoosier. (laughs) That sounds weird. Wes Martin. Wes, welcome to the podcast.
1: Thank you. Thanks for having me.
0: How does that sound, former Hoosier? It's
1: weird. It's definitely (laughs) weird. I'm getting used to it, but it's weird.
0: So let's go back just to this past season since it's most recent. Um, I guess, how would you kind of sum it up your your last, I guess, 12 games in, 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 in Bloomington?
1: Yeah, it was a it was a good year. Um, you know, we didn't win as many games as we wanted to. Uh, that's kind of the last two years have, have we ran into that. Um, but there was a lot of a lot of good things that came of it. Uh, a lot of lessons learned. Um, a lot of positive things. Uh, I think the the team and the guys that are returning um, have a lot to build off of, and I, I think you are going to see a, a lot of trajectory um, from the season.
0: And then you yourself, I guess, just ending your college career. How? What are the emotions that I guess go into that?
1: Yeah, it was um, it was it was bittersweet, um, you know, a lot of good memories, a lot of lessons learned through this um, university, a lot of um, just awesome times, a lot of great people that I've met. Um, so to see all that kind of come to an end uh, was was tough. Um, but, you know, some other doors opened because of it. And, mm-hmm. you know, life keeps moving on. So
0: What what was that one moment where it was like, oh, man, like this is this is it?
1: Yeah, it didn't really hit me for a while, um, and it didn't really hit me until the whole um, NFL process started that I realized, you know, hey, I'm not coming back for another mm-hmm. year of college. Like, I'm about to get thrown out into the real world. Things things are about to get real. So,
0: um, And you played all four years, basically, except for your, your first redshirt year. I guess, what was it like playing from, I guess, your redshirt freshman year all the way through
1: your, your senior year? Right, you know, it was awesome getting to play, you know, Four, I, I played four full seasons. I didn't start every game. Uh, my redshirt freshman year, I started the first six, um, but it was it was it was awesome. I, I was a part of some some great games, um, some great experiences. You know, it's something that I'll never forget. Is there kind of one one game that sticks out among all the rest? Uh, probably Michigan State when I was a redshirt sophomore. We beat them here at home mm-hmm. night uh, games. Yeah, that was that was awesome. What everyone stormed the field. I yeah. think the goalpost came down. It was. They awesome. might have. They might. Have. I, th- I
0: think people might have taken that down for precautionary yeah, reasons. <laughs> <right>. <laughs> was what what about that game though? What made it so special?
1: Uh, just the the atmosphere we had. A, the The crowd was awesome. Our fans um, really showed up for that game. So being able to pull out a tough win in that environment, and then seeing their reaction, seeing how proud they were of. The program, it was just, it was something special.
0: Did you spit in the spittoon?
1: Absolutely, yeah.
0: <laughs> you yeah, absolutely have to. Right. Uh, so you are one of one Hoosiers, or one of four Hoosiers to appear in 50 games. Correct. W- what is that, What does that mean to you?
1: It's huge, and it didn't really, um, the first time I saw that, I, I was kind of taken back. I didn't really realize it, um, but it's a lot of ball games that I was a part of, and it's uh, something I take a lot of pride in. And learning from, I mean, you've, you've been here now five years.
0: You All got right. to probably learn from and, and be around a lot of pro guys. I mean, right. what do you take from them in the, kind of this, this process now?
1: Yeah, um, you know, guys like Feeney and, and Jason Spriggs, you know, they've, they've showed me a lot of what it looks like to get to that level. And, um, you know, they've given me some pointers of how to handle this process and, you know, how to go about it the right way to give yourself the best chance to uh, – to land on a team so I've learned a lot from those guys is is it
0: kind of I mean what like specifically is is it is it kind of more more advice or are they kind of counseling you almost in a way
1: uh, more so just advice here and there you know, if I have a question I'll reach out or, or um, you know back in the season I would see them more frequently and we would just get to talking and, and um, they would share some of their experiences and you know I would just soak all that up and you know uh, take that and run with it
0: how much do you get to kind of follow what what they're doing right now
1: I, I follow follow their career um, when I can. You know, I'll see tidbits on social media here and there. Or, um, every now and then, we'll uh, we'll text or something like that. Um, so I try to um, keep up on them. And then this this past year, I guess you you were a senior, so I guess
0: that kind of throws you into almost a, a leadership role. Right? How do you feel like you embraced that?
1: Oh uh, well, I was actually I was a, a captain the last two years, so I um, definitely got put into that leadership role and. You know, I, li- I like to think i you know earned that leadership role and um it was just a a great experience and it was um there's no greater feeling than um being entrusted to lead a team that's you know, something very special and something I took a lot of pride in so.
0: and and then i guess as the season wound down, how do you kind of almost pass that off and say all right now it's it's your turn to to do this
1: right there's no i don't think there's any science of how to do that you just kind of do your thing and um coach them coach the next guys up you know show them what worked and then what didn't work and then try to help them ease into their leadership role the best you can
0: what is that relationship kind of like when when you get a new kind of batch of freshmen that that comes in and you being one of the seniors
1: yeah you just try to take guys under your wing and um, make it as easy for them as you can Uh, but not too easy you know you want them to have to figure some things out on their own. That's Mm -hmm. part of growing. Um, But you try to make the transition pretty simple for them. That gives them the best shot of, you know, keeping a a good attitude and and projecting themselves into a a solid position. So
0: after the season ended, you probably took some time off. Run me through what what kind of you you did after.
1: Right. So, you know, you go through the agent process. I went through all that. Um, I, I didn't Go to the the Senior Bowl, um, and then I actually I didn't get a combine invite either, which I was pretty bummed about. But you Mm -hmm. you keep moving on, so I've really just been training uh, for Pro Day, which is this upcoming Tuesday.
0: So I guess what has this process been like for you?
1: Yeah, it's just been a lot of hard work. Um, It's been different work and training for a a Pro Day is a little different approach because you're you're building up to one specific day, Um, so you got to focus on the drills you'll be doing at Pro Day, but then i um, also getting yourself ready to play football because come this summer and in the fall, obviously that's what I'll be doing is playing football. So. Mm-hmm.
0: And then I guess w- going through this this whole thing, how different is it than actually playing football? Because kind of as you mentioned, it's a lot of kind of skill drills.
1: Almost. Right. Yeah. It's it is different. There's some drills that all that we'll do at pro day that an uh, O lima would never really do. Um, but that's just part of it. And you know, they want to see your athletic ability and different um, odd drills. So yeah, that's what we got to train to do. And then
0: I guess going game by game, I guess preparation is different for everybody, but what does preparation look like in, in, in your mind?
1: You know, just watching a lot of film, getting used to um, what the guy you're going to be playing against is going to do, you know, breaking down his tendencies. And, and really, you know, it's it's more mental than anything. When you come in mentally prepared, then your body just kind of does what you've trained it to do. So.
0: What, what do you exactly look for on film?
1: There's a lot of different things. Um there's there's different areas of film you break down whether it's schematically or like a specific player on defense you're you're breaking down his tendencies and his movements and his weaknesses or strengths and then i guess just overall
0: in 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 your time at IU you obviously went through a a, a coaching change i right. guess what was how would you kind of sum up your your time here in in, in Bloomington
1: it's it's been a lot of fun um there's definitely been ups and downs, as there are in pretty much anyone's career, um, but it's been a lot of fun. You know, I've, I've learned a ton. I've made a, a lot of great friends for life. Um, it, this opportunity is, I believe, is going to propel me into some some more great um, situations in my life, so I'm just very grateful for it.
0: When when your football career comes to an end, whenever that may be, what what do you kind of see yourself doing after?
1: Uh, it just depends. Um, you know, there's a lot of factors going into it. Um... I started a dog rescue here recently, so I'd mm-hmm. like to, you know, keep that running and let that grow as much as I can. And ideally, if I could just um, do that as a career, that'd be amazing. Um, but that that would be a, a stretch because um, in the nonprofit world, you know, you have to really get something grounded for you mm-hmm. to uh, be able to fund yourself to live off of. So,
0: yeah, I, I was just going to get into that. So Brave Breed Rescue is what it's called, yep. I guess. What what is it, and why'd you start it?
1: So it's a, we're a 501c3 nonprofit. It's a, it is a dog rescue. Um, we're foster-based right now. I started. It's based out of my hometown, West Milton, Ohio. Um, it was kind of so my mom has been rescuing and rehoming dogs her whole life. Um, and, and last summer I kind of had the time and the, the platform to go ahead and start it. Um, and I, that's what I spent a lot of my summer doing. Um, we got our 501c3 status. You know I, I built the website myself, all that good stuff. And then um, come the end of last July, we launched everything. We didn't really get going until the start of this year, uh, just because the fall, you know, I was mm-hmm. busy playing football. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, you know, this, this spring has has been a lot of fun letting it, you know, start to grow and develop and um, getting some dogs adopted. It's It's been awesome. Why, I guess, what, what made you start this, and, and I guess why? Right, so the, um, the big reason is I, I started it Pretty much for my mom because, like I said, she, she's she been doing this a long time. She just didn't have, um, like, a structure to do it in. So that's when I came in and, you know, actually started the actual nonprofit corporation, the 501c3 deal, um, to give us some structure to work with, I guess. Mm-hmm. And then how important is it for
0: you, I guess, like you said, helping your mom, but kind of using your, your platform to kind of
1: ex- no, that's, expand it? it's huge. Yeah, I don't think I would ever... Um been able to do this and do it successfully if I didn't have this platform I um, mean that's the reason I started when I did just going through this process and being able to you know share the word of the rescue while I'm going through this process it's It's been awesome, and I'm hoping it can reach as many ears as possible and uh yeah and why i guess why why dogs was just kind because of that was <laughs> what it was well we grew up um i mean at one point we had probably ten dogs in the house we've I've grown up with dogs. Um, we've been saving dogs our whole life, whether that be you know, saving strays or you know, taking in other people's dogs. Um, so that's the reason behind me. we just, we just love dogs and want to help them every every chance we can.
0: Absolutely, I think I think it's really cool what you're doing um, off the field though, away from from football and away from I guess Brave Breed Rescue. What what can we see West West Martin doing?
1: Yeah, um, so I was a criminal justice major here. Right. Uh, I might carry that over um, and get into law enforcement maybe I was also an outdoor rec, parks and human ecology minor um, the thought of that coming in was to be like a wildlife officer a game warden um, so that's something I, I might still try to mm-hmm. do um, after football and everything else is done uh, we'll just kind of have to see seems like you you're an animal guy you you, you yeah. like animals
0: is it what what I guess kind of sparked that?
1: Ah, uh, yeah I've just always been around um always been around animals I've been around hunting and fishing my whole life so that's where that side of thing comes in you know being able to monitor that and make sure people are following laws and and doing things the right way then like I said, I just grew up in a house full of dogs um and and they were they were our family members mm-hmm. um so that's where that comes in
0: and then i guess sporting wise outside of football if if you could play another sport what 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 could we see you doing
1: uh or did you
0: play any other in high school or kind right. of? Right,
1: realistically, up? probably be track. Um, okay. I'd probably just keep throwing shot. Um, but ideally, I'd I'd still be playing baseball. Baseball. I had to quit playing baseball when I was a freshman in high school because I couldn't make the throw from third anymore. <laughs> I got I got too muscular up top. And my shoulders lost all my flex. I lost all my flexibility. It's a long throw and, too. Yeah, I couldn't make the throw. What
0: did does it kind of hurt giving up baseball though?
1: It did. You know, I can still hit the ball, but I just can't throw. It, it was tough. Um because that was my favorite sport growing up. Okay. But I, I got over it with time.
0: I guess when did you know, though, that wh- – was it then that, that yeah, you were kind of all in a football? Yeah, I started
1: bouncing uh, throws off the pitcher's mound trying to get to first, and I, uh, you know, it was, I knew it was time to <laughs> hang it up then, <laughs> so.
0: And I guess just I guess watching baseball now, it was opening day yesterday. Do you have a right. team that, that you're kind of all, all behind?
1: Uh, I grew up rooting for the Reds. I'm not a diehard fan by any means. Okay. I'm actually not a very good fan at all. <laughs> uh, but that's just who I grew up rooting for. So.
0: All right. And then I guess watching these this baseball team here at, mm-hmm. at, at Indiana, does it kind of bring back some, some memories?
1: Yeah, I love watching those guys play. I I've, haven't been to as many games as I wish I could have over the years. Um, but it's a lot of fun going out there and, and watching them play.
0: Absolutely. So as we kind of wrap up our podcast, we do rapid fire questions. First thing that comes to mind, spit it out. Uh, first off, what is the strangest thing you have eaten? Um,
1: octopus, I think. Octopus. I'm yeah, a big fan I of know. octopus, too. Where, yeah, Mr. Where you, Hibachi here in Mr. Town. Hibachi, yeah. <laughs> all right.
0: Uh, what advice did you get that was the most rewarding? do uh,
1: Don't lose. Don't lose. Yeah, my mom told me that after a middle school basketball game, I lost the game for us. She she uh, let me know, and I learned. <laughs> Don't lose. What'd you do? Uh, so, I threw up a three and got fouled, and we were down two. And if I'd have made all three, we'd have won. If we'd have made two, we'd have tied, mm-hmm. and I only made one. Ah, so, completely blew it for the team.
0: <laughs> Did you miss like the the first two, and then you were?
1: No, I made the first one and then missed oh, the second. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, that's, so was, was that's tough. That's tough.
0: Yeah. Uh, what was the last movie you watched? I can't remember. It's okay if you're not a movie guy. Yeah,
1: I don't, no, I am, I just I can't remember. Um All right, then something then, on Hulu. I, how
0: about how about favorite movie then?
1: Uh probably Shawshank Redemption. Ooh, that's a good one. A yeah. classic. Yeah, a classic.
0: classic. Uh net, Netflix show or Hulu show, whatever it
1: is. Yeah, um I've been watching The Voice a lot on Hulu. Okay. Catching up on that. It's hysterical. But it's also, they're really talented. Yeah. So that's that's what I've been watching.
0: All right. And then lastly, I guess, just going into this Pro Day, what do you, and, and I guess this entire process, what are you most looking forward to kind of up, upcoming?
1: Yeah, I guess um, Pro Day's going to be huge. Um, so I'm excited for that. And then just the, the draft. I'm uh, just hoping to hear my name called. If not called, then I'm you know, just excited to see where I can where I have a shot to prove myself out.
0: Absolutely. Well, Wes, thank you very much for coming in. Appreciate it.
1: Thank you for having me.